If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. If I'm a kid, I'm walking off the bus. I have a lot of learning ahead of me and a lot of fun learning at that. We take over every element of what the ducks are doing on the ice and really try to make those connections between the science out in the parking lot and the science that can be explored and seen inside the arena. What do the sport of hockey and the teaching of the concepts of science, technology, engineering, art, and math have in common? Ask the Anaheim Ducks Hockey Club. Since 2005, the Ducks have offered a unique, award-winning free educational program called SCORE to local schools. SCORE is an acronym for Scholastic Curriculum of Education and Recreation. And one of the SCORE program's features is their annual first flight field trip, where the Ducks host 16,000 students, grades three to six, at Honda Center for a day spent learning STEAM concepts as illustrated by what happens when the ducks take to the ice. The 2020 First Flight Field Trip is happening on March 9th. Jason Cooper is Manager of Fan Development Marketing with the Anaheim Ducks. Jason, it occurs to me that you have the ultimate STEAM background, a photojournalist, an education professional, a science teacher. What in your own educational background first inspired you to excel in all these areas? You know, I think it's that sense of curiosity and, and this concept of what we call phenomena, right, in education now, where you have these teachers who, and it's been a multitude, it's not just one throughout my lifetime that instilled that sense of wonder and curiosity in the pursuit of education and then in the way I interact with my community, therefore. So I think I can think about these educators at the elementary level, the middle school, high school, college level, that all encouraged me to, number one, work and embed an ethos in me that said that if you're going to find something out, you need to go search for it and look for it. And them making that journey so fantastically fun and engaging and entertaining, to be quite frankly, that it really compelled me to do that type of work or provide those similar type of experiences for the kids that we now serve. Before we look at how you're doing that with First Flight Field Trip, is there any one teacher about whom you'd like to tell me a story, especially of how they made learning fun for you? Well, most recently, I think, and I would say from the get-go, I'm still learning, and I'm still coming across educators through this line of work that inspire me and motivate me to dig deeper and do better and learn more. But the one in particular is a professor by the name of Gary Colby, who was my photo professor at the University of Laverne. And I think foundationally, he instilled each of his students a strong work ethic when it came to the craft of photography that, yes, you had to have an eye, and yes, you had to be creative, but none of that made a difference if you weren't willing to do the work that was required to develop that film, to process that film, to process prints, to manipulate prints, to write captions, to edit your captions, to refine those captions, all for the sake of storytelling and a commitment to the craft and the process that made it much more about the work that went into it rather than simply clicking the button on the shutter. So he has been profoundly influential, I think, 
as I work professionally in this capacity. And it's something that's transcended an academic discipline and, and something that I utilize day in, day out in my professional life. That is seriously applicable to just about any profession, just about any field about which we could talk. Absolutely. With SCORE's first flight field trip, let's take a look at what's going to be happening at Honda Center on March 9th, just about a week after this gets posted. Would you like an overview of, of, of what we have in, in mind? How about we imagine that I've just arrived there, and what am I going to see, and what's going to be happening through the day? Well, if you're an elementary age student, I would imagine it would be quite overwhelming (laughs) and intentionally slow. We want there to be just a feast for the eyeballs (laughs) as they arrive and leave buses and enter our facility. Honda Center in and to itself is a special place. It's this arena. It's massive in size and, of course, the parking lots that surround it. And the really exceptional part of the field trip is as soon as those kids leave the buses, they're being greeted by our army of community volunteers, nearly 400 individuals that have given up their morning to come and present or demonstrate or teach as it relates to some type of STEAM concept in the parking lot of Honda Center. So if I'm a kid, I'm walking off the bus and I'm a little bit sleepy and hopefully I ate a good breakfast because I have a lot of learning ahead of me and a lot of fun learning at that. And so we have this big area we call the pods. This year, they'll be run entirely by our partners at Cal State Fullerton in their pre-service teaching program. And they're going to kind of follow a a project-based approach to instruction and a pedagogy of concepts as we build an understanding of circuitry, starting with the understanding of static electricity, the movement of electrons, what a circuit is, how the human body is a conductor of electricity, and ultimately making their own simplified, we call them lumber lamps, these little mini circuit wands. And that's the first thing they're going to see, just be inundated with information and demonstrations and really hands-on interactive engagement. That theme is going to be continued as they move to the south side of our parking lot where we have what we call the open area of our playground, And we have great, great partners there this year, Lego Education, Microsoft, NHL Future Goals Program, SoCal Edison, a first-time partner of ours this year, will bring their mobile education unit and talk about sourcing energy for this new generation. PBS SoCal is back to create circuitry mazes with our kids. The Ocean Institute down in Dana Point We'll be talking about sourcing energy from wind turbines out in the ocean and the best way we can engineer those. UCI Health, our friends at OCC, Orange Coast College will be out there as well. And the list goes on and on. And they're just, there's a, I guess, an embarrassment of almost, I guess is the way to put it, of activities and points of engagement that students can interact with out in that parking lot. And it probably the focal point there will be our light the lamp stage where our friends at Discovery Cube will be running demonstrations roughly every half an hour, reinforcing concepts of circuitry, electricity, in really engaging and theatrical ways. So, yeah, if I'm a student, I'm going to try not to be overwhelmed before I even enter the building. Wow. And what happens once you enter the building? So we'll open the doors for Honda Center at 930. In our mind, we're going to try to entice them to stay outside and engage with all those those activity points in our parking lot, but they're welcome to enter the building at 930. 
Those that are interested will be able to catch the tail end of the actual Ducks practice. The team is still competing and still in season, and so they'll have their morning practice on that Monday, a smaller one than they're normally used to, but students will be able to go inside and catch some of that. And then about 10.45, we'll bring everybody inside the building with the start of show happening at 11 a.m. And it really is a bit of a show more than it is an actual practice because we take over every element of what the Ducks are doing on the ice and really try to make those connections between the science out in the parking lot and the science that can be explored and seen inside the arena. And this year it's going to center on that goal lamp that sits behind either net on the rink. And we're going to walk through a series of demonstrations and lessons where students are going to learn about the path of circuits, what a switch is, what a resistor is, the energy that's required to power a light bulb, ultimately with the goal of lighting the lamp. Wildwing, our mischievous mascot, will be part of that entirely, as well as some of our inner arena personalities that folks can see every day at a Ducks game or every game. We have Sammy and DJ JoJo and a special guest and arena host, Ainsley Savant, who's going to join us for the first time to kind of bring that kid element into the arena as she kind of walks us through our pop quiz component. But really the stars of the show are the entire Anaheim Ducks roster that takes part in this event and that's so crucial to really exposing kids on our side to the game of hockey by showcasing the best players in the world but also taking a moment to saying, hey, these players are passionate and big believers in STEAM education, and they want to reinforce the same concepts that you got for a month inside your classroom, for a few hours outside of our parking lot, and then for an additional two hours in our arena, on ice, and the best hockey league in the world. I wish you'd give the listeners and me a mini STEAM lesson. Last year we talked about the thermodynamics of ice. Would you tell me in plain English a little mini lesson about some of the electrical circuits they're going to be learning about and what that means in real life. So what we're going to try to focus on are the foundational elements of what it takes to create a circuit, simply to light a lamp. So for us here, you know, in previous ones where we have thermodynamic demonstrations that are very obvious to the human eye and and our players especially can talk expertly on them, we have to go a little deeper into maybe our science backgrounds to explain how that red light bulb that illuminates every time we score a goal inside the Honda Center is lighted. So we're going to talk what takes a power source that's connected to a conductor of electricity. In our case, it's going to be some bolts and some copper wire. That copper wire is going to pass the electrons to various components. The main one for us is going to be that LED light bulb. That Electricity, and those electrons are going to pass through that component and cycle back in a counterclockwise fashion back to the the negative terminal on that power source, and the process will repeat over and over again unless that flow is interrupted. And that's where we introduce concepts like a light switch, an open and closed loop, and so on and so on. And those are some of the demonstrations and some of the concepts that we're going to explore using really the ice rink as an analogy. You have some really fun videos on your website that do bring out the fun aspect of this and of creating a circuit. I was impressed by those. I'm going to assume that your first flight field trip is sold out and no wait list at this point, but what are some of the resources that educators could take advantage of right now if they cannot come on the first flight field trip? 
Right. So as we've you know discussed before, everything that we offer as part of Duck Score, whether it's the first fight field trip or our in-school reading, physical education programs are, are provided free of charge thanks to the Anaheim Ducks Foundation or the NHL and NHLPA Industry Growth Fund. So we get quite a bit of support from our ownership and the league. And so we're able to offer all these free of charge. And the things that we like to make sure the educators that are coming and the students that are coming to this field trip or even ones that are hearing about it for the first time know that we're going to support you with, number one, a workbook that we sent out a month prior to students arriving here. So in early February, we believe it or not, we've sent out roughly 20,000 workbooks to schools. So we have 16,000 that will come and partake in the field trip at the arena, but we also make those resources available to students and educators that are on our wait list. We know we're limited in scope by just the seats in our building, but we want to make sure wherever we can, we can provide resources to educators that want them. In addition to those workbooks, we've also sent out activity kits that accompany those. And this year, they were a circuit board kit. So every school received five sets of cardboard breadboards, brass fasteners, electrical wire, battery holders, batteries, LED lights, both 5-millimeter and 10-millimeter switches, which are simple paper clips, and buzzers. And so those were provided thanks to a generous grant this year from SoCal Edison, who offset the cost for those activity kits and made sure we had even more of those resources available to schools. Coming to the field trip on the day of, we also provided some transportation grants for Title I designated schools, as well as schools in areas that were of particular concern for both Southern California Edison, who provided bus grant funding as well, and the San Manuel Band of Mission Indians, who came alongside us this year and offered bus transportation grants. And that's all, that's all before students even arrive here in the parking lot. When they get to the parking lot, they're engaging with all those community partners that I mentioned at the onset of our conversation, and then they're going to go inside the building and, again, interact and engage with um, a professional hockey club in their home setting which is a pretty incredible experience for all those involved. What an incredible opportunity for both the students and the teachers. What if someone listening is an educator, they didn't know about this until just now. How far in advance do they need to get in touch with you to know what's going to be happening in 2021 with First Flight? Yeah, we'd ask that you go immediately and visit our website, www.ducksscore, two S's in the middle, dot com. And there you can find all our educational resources that are available to you. We're, I guess we call it a fortunate position where we're at capacity for the 2019-2020 school year. But anybody who signs up on our wait list or interest list, we add them to a communication list when we go out in generally beginning of August to all schools that have signed up or expressed interest in our programming with information about signing up for the events for the next school year 2020-2021, and that time we'll communicate dates, registration, RCP links, all the things that if you're an educator interested in partaking in anything Duck Score can offer, you will have the ability to sign up. And, and we take those sign-ups on a first-come, first-served basis. So if you're serious about participating, I recommend signing up as soon as you can and then keep an eye out for those communications when they come your way. DuckScore.com. Sign up yesterday, if at all possible. (laughs) 
And this is about a whole lot more than simply first flight field trip, even though that's what we're focusing on here. They'll also see information on a very cool reading program and on, I believe, the Captain's Challenge and a number of others. Well, I did refer to this year's first flight field trip as sold out. In the interest of accuracy, that term really doesn't apply. First flight field trip, like everything else in the SCORE program, is a free resource. As Jason said, book to capacity would be more accurate. And I'm sorry, yes it is, book to capacity for this year, but if you're an education professional who would like to know about the 2021 first flight field trip, or about any of the other resources which the Ducks offer in their SCORE program, check them out at DucksScore.com. And Jason offered a preview of the theme of the 2021 field trip. So uh, next year will be cool like ice. So we'll go back to what is, I feel, my favorite one, which is an exploration of how we build and maintain that sheet of ice on the floor of Honda Center. And we get to talk about states of matter and thermodynamics. And, you know, what better way to do that is by talking about the Zamboni and making ice cream, of course. So look at the look forward to doing that next year. You're going to make ice cream for the kids too? Absolutely. Oh, how fun. <laughs> Mint chip, please. <laughs> what have been some of the ways in which the SCORE program has been evolving over the past year since you and I spoke? Well, for us, we've really taken a, a concerted effort to make sure we're engaging girls. That's been a big focus of ours, and, and as well as diverse communities. So for us, the way we've been able to do that is to partner and collaborate with organizations that have emphasized providing access for STEAM and STEAM concepts and experiences for girls and women. In part, the way we do that for the first flight field trip is through our volunteer program. We actively recruit professionals in the field that are female to be models for you know what is essentially 51% of our first flight population. So it's something we're thinking deeply about is how to provide access and equity for all populations of schools, but also being a little bit more aware of the girls in our community and supporting their journeys as they follow STEAM education paths. We're also very intentional about providing access for schools that are underserved and under-resourced, which is why we were able to receive grants from Southern California Edison and San Manuel. And the ability just to bring kids here who otherwise don't have the bus funding is a huge step for us to make sure they have access to STEAM education experiences like this one. I love that. If an amazing woman is listening right now who's an educator and she really wants to volunteer next year, can she reach you through DuckScore? Is there a specific link through which she contacts you? Absolutely. There's a contact us link through there, and we are always looking through our inbox to see who's reached out to us, and we can definitely put them in a place where they can give back to their community and inspire that next generation uh, female scientists. You and I talked last year about creativity and the fact that creativity is very much at the center of hockey. What's been one of the best creative challenges that either First Flight or SCORE has presented you within about, let's say, the last year? Well, I tell you what, it's, it's the biggest challenge has been to talk about circuitry in a hockey rink setting and then provide touch points for our players to speak about these concepts naturally without having them recite or read verbatim the talking points of the vocab that we want to discuss that day. It's all about providing authentic 
science interactions or examples of science. It's the basis for NGSS, where you know, it boils down to the concept that science is everywhere, and whether you know it or not, you can talk about it given the right parameters and the right the setup. So for us this year, being creative is how we can explore the concepts of electricity and circuitry inside our building that made it accessible not only for the students coming in, but for our players as well. So where they're going to get up there and, and they'll leave a little bit of an education as well. So we're constantly thinking about those aha moments where you and I, when we've explored in the past these foundational elements of electricity and circuitry, those moments where we got it, right, and where we experienced science in that real way where it connected for us. And our challenge is to do that in a way that's not only entertaining, but it provides a link and a connection for our players and the students in the stands. How much fun does that sound, too? It's all about storytelling. What was one of the best aha moments that you experienced last year where the challenge was to build a better puck? Well, for us, I think it's so rewarding when we can put the students that work so hard preparing to come to the event and the players who obviously work so diligently and so hard to be where they're at in their professional capacity and put them together and then find an appreciation for one another. And that came together last year with the Build a Bitter Puck challenge where we asked students to submit designs based on what they knew of the puck what the puck needed to do, maybe how we can improve upon its design. And we had those submitted to us through STL files, 3D CAD files, and we printed some really exceptional designs. And then we had we invited those students down to sit on the visitor's bench and watch the best hockey players in the world play hockey with their designs and then instantaneously get feedback on the things they liked or thought needed improvement. And what a powerful example of putting the recipients of what your designs are in close contact with you to tell you what they appreciated about your creativity and your design. It was such a special moment, and it's one of those things what I love about my job is I'm able to connect, you know, a fourth grader or fifth grader from my community to some of the best athletes in the world, and they do it over science, which is incredible. That is. What was one of the coolest designs they came up with for the puck? So we talk about all these examples or things that players really love about the puck, you know, and a lot of it depends on what position you play. A goalie might say, I'd love for that puck to be larger, or a defenseman would say, maybe I'd like that puck to be a little softer so every time it hit me it didn't hurt as bad. And kind of looking beyond those gimmicky things to the actual elements of the puck that really made it a dynamic object to play with, how well it slid on the ice, and knowing that that has a lot to do about friction and surface area and, and watching these kids go, you know what, maybe the puck wouldn't slow down as much if there was less surface area, but it was about the same size. And then watch them reduce the amount of space that's touching the ice in a game with the ultimate purpose of reducing friction is such a really, such a tangible way of knowing that these kids are getting the concepts that we're discussing. And then having a player acknowledge that and to say, well, you're on the right track, but now it kind of wobbles a little bit too much. And it doesn't. And this is why maybe that's not the best idea. But like in real time, watching them workshop ideas based on science and then get real feedback from what's essentially their consumer, right? 
was such a neat thing to see and observe last year. Now they own what they've learned and they've got a great foundation if they're going to be entrepreneurs. That is exciting. Absolutely. As we wrap up here, Jason, what would you consider one of the best lessons the SCORE program and First Flight Field Trip have taught you as an educator about innovation, creativity, and making a difference? Well, I say this wherever I can. It, it, we really believe that this event is not about us. It's not even about the ducks. It's about the members of our community and what we can do as an organization to bring all those folks together. Truly, I believe the Anaheim Ducks and the players that represent us on ice are just one more member of the greater Orange County community. So we really see the event as a way to invite our neighbors into our house to kind of share common experience and teach one another using our own authentic voices and unique voices, something about science. And that to me is the most powerful lesson I take away from First Flight year in, year out, are the the folks that are willing to engage with us out in the parking lot, the educators that are willing to get on buses at 5 a.m. to come travel here and partake in these demonstrations and experiences, and the players who, you know, are in the midst of a hard-fought season to take a moment to acknowledge how important this type of work is and have a moment to interact with those kids. It's just something that's so special about this event, and I think it, what it makes it unique unto any other one that professional sports teams do. Jason, thank you for your time today. Thank you. It's a pleasure talking with you. You and I have been listening to Jason Cooper, Manager of Fan Development Marketing for the Anaheim Ducks Hockey Club. For more information on the Ducks Free Educational Program, SCORE, which includes not only the First Flight Field Trip, but their Reading is the Goal Program and Physical Education Initiatives, check out DucksScore.com. That's DucksScore.com. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to more Over Coffee podcasts at TwoMavericks.com. That's two. T-W-O, Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X, 2mavericks.com. And you can contact us at 2mavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.